Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of uh, Anime Tour Bus. I forget which podcast I was doing. It's me, Eric, your favorite, the the blessed one, who gets to sit directly next to you, listener. Um, and Metzger, I've been, me and the listener have been looking... <laughs> You're gonna hate this. We've been looking at Roombas and like other vacuum cleaning robots. Um, they've got some deals going on right now where I could get one pretty pretty cheap. Um, so I've been looking at that. Um, Mesker, what are your Roomba feelings? I recently bought a Dyson V11 Animal. Is that? Is that for your dog? You bought another dog for your dog? No, it's a very expensive cordless stick vacuum. Oh. And I love it because, I mean, I can use it to vacuum my car and lots of other things, not just a Roomba. A person. <laughs> no, yeah, no. I thought about getting, I thought about vacuuming my dog with it, but she'd be very upset with me. Okay. All right. Hello, listener. I'm Metzger. And uh, sit, sitting direct to me, sitting, sitting, coming direct yeah, yeah. to home theaters is and Dolby uh, Digital Surround Sound sponsored. Uh, Not sponsored. God damn it! So today we listened to um, what we we listened and watched um, uh, Comey and uh, Miriko Chan nailed it. Miracle. This, this week on Anime Tour Bus, the bus breaks down on some active train tracks, and you're the only one that escapes, listener. <laughs> listener, we're trying our best here. Um, but yeah, no, so we watched some anime. Um, I also watched some Cowboy Bebop, the new one on Netflix. That's did, you, did you watch the old one? Uh, yeah, I've already seen okay. the old one. Okay, that's right. All right. I refuse to watch the live action adaptation. Uh, the first episode and well, the first episode was like scene for scene exactly from the cartoon anime. Um, and it was weird because like well, they walked into this bar and it was the exact frame for frame real life bar of the anime. And it was pretty wild. It's almost like they had a set designer that had inspired like not even inspiration, but had the building blocks from an anime with which to just recreate. It's not like it's an imagination from a book. No. You have source material to tell you visually what this stuff should look like. Well, so that was... It, it went pretty good, um, but I had recently started trying to rewatch um, the old anime. Um, and uh, didn't get that far, but got far enough to see the entirety of that first episode. I do like how they do it better in the live action, though. So that's a that's a Eric hot take coming in, coming in fresh for you, listener. Listener, what are you thinking today? Why don't you talk? I'll I'll be the quiet one. Why do we let you on this bus? Me? Yes. Well, you got to teach me. That's the, I... I am the purpose of the bus. The listener's just here to observe record and report back to their superiors 
<laughs> oh boy, I don't know what's gonna happen to us, but it's not good, and I, and we deserve it. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and give me a a, a general outline? It doesn't got to be a synopsis. Don't try that hard. Well, Yulia's back. And Hannah thinks she's really good at taking pictures, so we drag her into a scary tunnel, and Yulia freaks the fuck out. Okay, so obviously she can't see the big ones, and that, well, that shines through. okay, so Hannah gets, like, what is it, like, 800, 500, 800 likes on her, like, photo of them at that shrine, and she does... Yeah. I resonated with Hannah in this one because I have this podcast and I watch these numbers. And anytime we get a little bit of a big boost, I'm like, are we famous now? (laughs) Oh, my God, we're good at this. And then, you know, the rest of the week happens. So what I would like to say is that I think that it's weird that they they put sticker emojis over their, their faces. Common practice in well, Japan. Why? It's to why? hide your it's to hide your identity. Well, why though? Uh especially minors are not as into like throwing themselves out into the internet for everyone to see them. That's fair. And, and this it is another can possibly put them in compromised positions later in life when they're looking for jobs. And this is another Eric Hot take that I think that like a lot of our current problems are like with kids being so connected and having to at a young age feel like they have to brand themselves and produce content, which even for me as a 28 year old dude is very difficult. <laughs> it is is time consuming and challenging and you have to be creative and innovative and re re change it changing all the time and and to put that pressure on a tween is a lot and that's not good well you bite off more than you can chew you couldn't just be satisfied with one podcast you have to have three three of them yeah science snacks and horizon adventures in this which you should listen to listener um so what i'm trying to say is that i i think that like having all that pressure at a young age even like you know, Facebook posts and pictures and Instagrams and Twitter and like, it's just so much to put on a a child who doesn't know things yet. (laughs) Hannah takes this notoriety and believes that this means that she's got a knack for photography. So she buys a Polaroid camera. Yulia is spurred on by the fact that Miroko Miko isn't acknowledging her ability to see these spirits. And Yulia takes it as like a challenge as if Miko's like looking down on her or something like that. You want to fight? Let's go. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. She's like, I'm going to drag you to somewhere that is so dangerous that you can't possibly deny it. Like you're going to have to do something. And also I'll get to see how strong you are. And this leads to some pretty funny moments. Like the moment uh, for me, the biggest moment personally for me, it was when that she believed she could pop a little demon. <laughs> yeah, she... <laughs> Yulia can't see the really big, strong ones. So the oil barrel spirit is absorbing other spirits, making them dissipate. And to Yulia, who can't see this holy shit monster, just thinks that Miko is able to exercise them. Thinks that Miko can put up a barrier. Thinks that Miko has all of this spiritual power, which she has all the spiritual sight, but we don't know if there's a difference between sight and power. 
And obviously she's not trained on what to do, even if she did have substantial spiritual power. <clears throat> okay, I just tried real hard to exercise a demon, and my cat just looked at me like I was weird, so. I don't feel like your cat ever looks at you like you're not weird. I feel like that's the baseline for your cat's appearance. <laughs> Yulia thinks that she she's going to attempt to exercise one of the little smaller little guys, like Eric said. And what actually happens to that thing, Eric? Oh, it gets it gets eaten by the big thing. It gets like squeeze squished. Oh, that's right. Because she watches watches it kind of like contort. I think I think it's a pretty good time. She's so proud of herself. She's done so. In that situation, what do you do? Like, you see someone who thinks that they're really good at something and they're really not. How do you handle that situation? I feel like, okay. So, like, I'm a big fan of open communication and active discussion. And so, so this whole, like, keep it quiet to this girl who clearly has, like, powers similar to yours is not my personal cup of tea. I would much rather uh, communicate real well. Um, so what I'm getting at is I think by not knowing, she's going to put herself in shittier and shittier situations. So what ends and up happening? What ends up happening to our uh, big girl ghost? Well, so if we recall from last episode, there was like the big, big shrine protector guy. And uh -huh. he was like, three. And then th this one ends up like, like kind of going after him and all that. And just right before the, the two, two little sub defender girls, they pop up and they, they kill it real easy. And then they both do a single finger up, which I don't know if that means two or one. So I, I was trying to like, no, you got to come back here. Talk, talk to me more directly. I'm slow. I, I didn't sign a contract. Um, I need this written out in legal terms. I don't think they even actually killed the spirit. They just reverted the spirit back to how it was found. Like when it initially showed up. Like it kind of like the the oil yeah. barrel squeezed back shut. And the thing was kind of like, ah. Oh, Fuck that hurt and kind of went like, back into the wall. Is, yeah, is it was like fine. I'll go. <laughs> I didn't want to leave this party, but if you're making me, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, they, I think they're just throwing the the finger up. Like, hey, that that was one. Or so they're think... saying you've got one left. Well, I'm I got more of like one left. Yeah, that's what I said. You got one left. Well, but my thought was like is is the initial guy's his whole thing you get three more or three? No, no, in total? it's just three times. What ha can I go to a different shrine? Can I after that can I get a different different guy? I mean can I we hire did, them as mercenaries. I did establish with you last time that most of the time shrines have different gods at them. Okay, but how many shrines are there in the world? Not enough for all these demon boys. I mean, probably not. And even then, there are some shrines that have duplicate. Like, most big, big 
areas are going to have, like, uh, Inari shrines and stuff like that. I want to go to an Inari shrine, like, really bad. That's the fox one. Correct. Ha ha! I can learn. <laughs> he can Joke's on be you. <laughs> I only know that because of Ghost of Tsushima. Well, at least it was something. Yeah. Also, I feel like I would be a really good samurai. <sighs> can you be really good at our social media? Hey, um, listener, look at me. Let me hold your cheeks. Oh, don't don't nice. touch people. Hands to yourself. <laughs> oh, no touching. Bite that ear a little bit. No, stop. <laughs> uh, listener, if you would like, um, if if you consent, I would love for you, um, for your pleasure and benefit, for you to go to Anime Tour Bus on Instagram, Anime underscore Bus on Twitter, and me and weeboo.wordpress.com. I love that you put an umlau over that underscore did i what did yeah. i say he went underscore <laughs> underscore <laughs> that's 100 something i would do underscore cha <laughs> cha i used to this is gonna be the stupidest thing i said can't wait to cut it out <clears throat> okay um, I have this ongoing list that I occasionally add to for D&D character ideas, and um, one of them, like, usually there's just one or two words that I think I could do a fun voice for, and so... Uh, you base... Of... Wait, hold on, just to make yeah. sure that I, I'm here, like, yeah, I need yeah, to make yeah. sure I'm present in this moment. You base entire characters off of one or two words that you think would be fun to say. Or like entire groups. Like I had a uh, gang that I used in one of my like casual play ones called the Gucci Wolves. Um, okay. So, anyways, um, I had the <laughs> I had these characters that were um, <clears throat> it was two of them, and the words that I had were Austrian swingers. Yeah. Uh... Would you like to come swing with us? Yes, we would love to swing with you. Yeah, yeah. Let us swing. And then the characters would later see them on a swing set. Um, you know who else has developed a new fetish? Dono. <laughs> and it's to hair? Hair in his face. He's going down a water slide. Yeah, that's a... Real specific one. <laughs> it seems like a bad time to be like, I got, listen, hey, I got a boner on this slide right now. <laughs> now, every episode of Komi-san has been very good and very funny, and I have enjoyed every last one of them. But I do have to say that episode seven, the humor with this one resonated with me just a little bit harder. Like, between the pool part and the shaved ice and the library. Yeah. I, like, these really, the humor really, really, really just landed. I appreciated. It was, it was a very well-aged humor. Just the combination of they get invited to the pool. And, of course, Komi-san doesn't have a swimsuit because she never goes anywhere by herself. 
She doesn't talk to people. She doesn't communicate. Like, going to the pool would indicate some level of, like, societal interaction. And what's really funny about this to me is that Yamai has fetishized Komi in her school swimsuit, even though Yamai has seen Komi in her school swimsuit because they're in the same class. He hasn't fetishized her, fetishized her in her like school swimsuit. She was Yamai, upset. the girl. I know she was upset by the fact that like she couldn't uh, see her skin, that she was going to wear a one piece instead of a two piece. That's part of it. But then also she has like a hot moment. Like she doesn't want anyone else. Like the school swimsuit is kind of the Catholic school girl uniform of Japan. Oh, I, hold up. I, I'm going to disagree with you on this one. I don't think that it was the school swimsuit thing that she was upset about. She's like, no, you can't wear that. Then I won't be able to see as much of you. Uh, we got to get you like a normal swimsuit. It I was that It was that in one part, but then it was also the thought of, like, she had a moment. I don't know where moment. you're getting that. I don't know hold where on, you're getting that. Hold on. I'm going to go check. I'm going to go check a reference. I'm going to go check a reference and see if I'm remembering things correctly. Just We're pulling up, listener, we're pulling up the court documents right now. Um, if we if Metzger can find a good site as source for this, I will admit that I'm wrong. But guess what? I probably am not. Got solid memory. Okay. All right. It was not as big of a deal as I thought it was, but it was still there. No, I, I got 0% of that. If you're getting that, you're you're reading something else into it. From that specific situation, she had expressed, I am excited to see more of her skin. Sees her take out the thing and then was like, oh, god damn it. <laughs> Not enough skin. Need to see the tummy. Yeah, so she's going the skin, the skin, the skin. And then she pulls out the school swimsuit and it's like the... Like the... And she kind of has a freak out moment, but then she goes, but also Komi-san in the school swimsuit and kind of has like a, like she like gets a little fetishy, like her body language changes again. And then she just grabs her by the wrist and is like, I'm going to go buy you a swimsuit. She ultimately decides the reason why she's doing it is because it would be embarrassing for Komi-san to swim in the school swimsuit in a public place. Like, Komi should own another swimsuit. I like this, and I find this... So so later on, Komi uh, eats fucking shit, and people are, of course, worried about her. She scraped up her knee a bit, and they're like, well, you can't get in the pool now like that. And that's... She, she's all, like, off to herself on the side. And then she's talking... Well, quote-unquote, she's writing things down... And she's expressing that she's sad that she made people worry about her. And she feels like she's, she took away from the fun a bit. But she was very happy that she did have fun. Uh, but she, it was more of an expression of worry for others. And I feel like that's the most that we hear have heard yet of a very clear, like, not only an I want, but also I am thinking of others. It is like a, it's a next level of communi communicative thought. And I super like that. I, I, that do we... you mean, do you mean just in this anime or do you mean an anime in general? No, 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 no. I meant just in this anime. Oh, okay. I was going to say, hi, welcome to Japan where 
Um, you are never thinking about just yourself. You are no. always thinking about how you reflect on society. Yeah, of course. No, um, but but having her communicate these, not only I, but also the I am aware of others and have this desire for my effect on others. Like, that is, it was a next step up in her communication. And for me, that this episode showed, like, a huge amount of step forward in, in her uh, communication ability. Communicability, if you will. Necessarily, no, if I agree with that because it's not like it's a personal growth sort of moment just because she like because she actually grew as a person it's just she's probably always been this kind of compassionate person no but communicating it's not a personal growth thing aside from the ability to communicate it i'm not saying anything about what she did or didn't feel before because we don't have a point of reference for that but her communicating of that is is the step forward. No, I definitely don't agree with that because she has always been upfront with how her actions affect others while talking. She's always been reflective. Like she's always been shown to be this much deeper creature even though she doesn't talk. <laughs> That's fair. I don't know. I just got more out of her this episode. Like that time when with her and Tadano where... Ah, yes. The the temporary breakup. Yeah. Yeah, on the stairs. You know, after Yamai kidnaps her. Or kidnaps Tadano. It ends with a water gun fight. Everyone has a good time. And then we move on. Fomi wants to go to the library. And we are now introduced to one of my favorite characters... Comey's dad. I love him so much. Who is just like Comey. Or Comey is just like him, I guess. They have agreed to go to the library. Okay. <laughs> yeah. miss a curve, but all right. <laughs> so she wants to go to the library on her own. And her mom even is like, oh, you're going to go by yourself? And then she's like, turns around. Oh, hi, husband. Comey's going to go to the library by herself. Dead silence. Yeah, they just (laughs) stare at each other. And he's like, hmm. And she's like, hmm. And then they're both walking. And they go to get shaved ice. Which they decided to do together. Yeah. How? I don't know. Like, And then it's like, he wants to ask about her her school. (laughs) And came her, and brought her here to do that, like, in-depth analysis on him. And then it was just like, how is school going for you? And then it's like, he did it! He managed to ask! I know, but also it was like the coldest. How is your schoolwork, daughter? Like, almost a threat. Yeah, it was, it was so robotic in nature. And he was so proud of himself, like, I did it. I spoke to my child. And then she played a trick on him. And that's an adorable moment. Her and her father are so closely knit and so much alike that even without being able to talk, she can convey an emotion and pull a prank on her dad. And like a dad, he totally falls for it. Let me tell you, as a father, it'd be easy to play tricks. Yeah. Yeah, you would. 100%. 
falling very, for very everything for tricks. You could get me with a trick. I mean, then he just finishes taking her to the library, and everything's fine. Omi makes a baby cry at the library. She did, but then... She cheers the baby up, and as the baby's leaving, it's like, bye-bye. Waves. So she feels good about herself after that a little bit, and uh, but she's also way too scared to borrow a book. And Tadano is conveniently enough at the library to return a book for his mom. Which he never and does. In the moment of seeing Comey, forgets and leaves the library and is like i saw something nice today <laughs> this was a treat for me thanks universe <laughs> like he doesn't even go up to her and is like hey comey it's nice to see you he just sees her wave at a baby and the baby wave back and he's like i saw something nice today yeah if it were me i would be like oh hey what's up holmes i didn't know you were gonna be here how are you what's up oh and you need help with the book i got you girl Let's do it yeah. together. But then Comey on the way home goes to the park and just has fun on all the park park equipment. And Tadano, who is on his way back to the library to return the book that he forgot, sees her swinging and is awed and forgets to return the book again. No, no, no. Doesn't see her swinging. Sees her drinking park water. Oh, that's right. Nasty. Don't drink from public fountains. Get COVID. <laughs> Everyone knows that that's how you get hepatitis C, not COVID. That's scary. Either way, he does the same exact thing. I saw something nice today. And then just turn, turns around. Turns around and goes back home without the without returning the book again. He's such an idiot. It's great. It's great. So, anything else happened in this one? Nope, that's the end of it. Okay. Do we miss anything from the other one? No. They took a really cute picture on the bus together. Oh, that was pretty cute. That doesn't matter. (laughs) Not Um, important. We should have like an outgoing segment where, I don't know, we ask each other about like how, how things are going or something. We need like. Why would that be an outgoing segment? Be like, hey, podcast is over, so uh, how's, how are you doing? <laughs> or maybe like where we learn something. Maybe, ooh, I got my one book. We can read from the one book. Uh, so far. Okay, I found it. Okay. Also, I got a new chair and it tilts all the way back. So doing podcasts is going to get real comfy. Hi, welcome to Eric's nap hour, where <laughs> I just record myself sleeping in my desk chair. <laughs> hey, listener, listener, I'm dreaming. Went to the nearby Schnooks and bought this like giant container that holds like a lot of very small ham and cheese sandwiches. Just like a lot of them. And so that's going to be my meal for all tomorrow, and I'll give thanks for it. It was $25. So many questions for you that I'm not asking during this recording. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, no, it was, uh, I'm very much looking forward to that. And I've been losing weight so I can justify it. I've been, I've been like eating my meals that are pre-prepared for me from a service that's we're not sponsored to talk about. And I've been making a lot of forward progress. So tomorrow I'm going to give thanks the Eric way with tiny sandwiches. <laughs> a lot of very small, sa enough to make at least two or three sandwiches per meal. <laughs> There's so many of them in there, but they're very small. So when I eat them, I can feel like a giant. Tommy is too scared to borrow a book from the library, and she I'm makes grab baby one cry. Any sandwiches, and imagine that it's like a, a city, like building and all that. And then when I like put it in my mouth, like maybe if like oh a little bit of ham fell off, like oh that was somebody jumping out of the house to safety. And then me, as a god in this town, is just like, Oh, fuck, fuck, your city isn't safe from me! <laughs> so anyways, I got a bunch of tiny sandwiches that'll be eating on Thanksgiving. This is the charm against trouble in general. It kind of looks like a weird little bent-up, bent tied-up snake. And it says, repeat reverently, with sincere faith, the following words, and you shall be protected in the hour of danger. He shall deliver thee six troubles, yea, in seven, three, and he shall no evil touch thee. In famine, he shall redeem thee from war and death. This is starting to sound religious, but I know it's not talking about like. Know that thy. No, it says the word tabernacles. No one uses that anymore. Why can't everything just be like. I don't know, not old-timey stuff. I wish one of these would be like, Demon, get out of here, about to get lit. About to okay. get lit up in here, Demon. Get it. I get actually it. have that for you. I have a spell that you can cast to not give a shit. Okay, go ahead. You light a candle, whisper your problem to it, and then okay. say, I do not give a shit. You can't make me give a shit. My last fuck has flown and blow out the candle symbolizing you blowing out the shit you were supposed to give a shit about. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, so you're like wish granted, Eric. You're welcome. Almost instantly. I know. It's almost like I had it pulled up along with a, a, a little TikTok on how to make a protection jar. Hey, listener. We had fun today, right? We We learned about like new uh fetishes and we learned about like uh pictures and demons and stuff and and charms and l listen if you find that you yourself discovered a new fetish well then why don't you tell somebody about us be sure to let other people know by word of mouth that this particular podcast made you realize that you have a new fetish um, and if at any point We've are, done that for you. Let let a, let someone else know. Are are we the fetish? And until like or did or did we just bring someone this information, or are are we the actual? Are people fetishizing us? I don't think that's true, right? That's not true, listener. Please, please look me in the eye, listener. If we have ever introduced you to a fetish that you did not previously know existed, or even that you particularly had then please tell someone else about us by word of mouth. Just be hey. like, 
Yeah, I didn't know I was into furries, but then I listened to this anime podcast. If Metzger (laughs) has ever taught you about fetishes, please, please say something on Twitter. Metzger needs to know that she's an educator. Listener, please tell someone else and get that person to also interact with us. Um, Whether that's just listening to our podcast or, you know, following us on our places that we told you about but please share share it with others we need the attention or metzger will die this isn't bad this is good (laughs) (laughs) but until next time bye And you too, listener, can use NordVPN. Sponsored. <laughs> Not sponsored yet. They might They might be desperate. That, that's actually a potentially real one. We um, haven't approached them. Once more. With feeling. <laughs> okay. <laughs>